Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to Toward, finding a mom-life balance. Welcome back to this week's episode of Torn. On today's episode, Memes and I are going to just vent. We're going to give you some torn moments. So Memes, I don't know about you, but oftentimes what I fantasize, I call it a fantasy because it's all in my head, how things are going to play out don't actually come to pass. And one of those torn moments I can often think about is family dinner. <laughs> I think of Leave it to Beaver, you know, got the nice steamy food on the table. Everybody sitting down, sharing about their day. And I can say, me and Steve, give it a good try. We all sit down and I have four kids ranging from 18 to 2. And before the plates even hit the table, they're already protesting about what they see coming towards them. And then the screaming match begins. And you wish you had invited different people over for dinner by then. (laughs) Yes. I'm like, who are you? Do you live here? Do I need to feed you? Oh, don't worry about eating that. You don't have to eat it. You could just excuse yourself from this whole scene so we can have a conversation. Um But yeah, I'm surprised. It's like literally only probably two degrees away from a food fight. (laughs) That that's what that's what it looks like when it's all said and done. There's more food food on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Like I hope that landed in your mouth. You got one pea. You've gotten your daily dosage of vitamins. Great. (laughs) I think um, my biggest gripe with that is the the work that goes wasted. I have the biggest issue in parenting with thinking about how much of my effort is just like a waste. But my other part of that is the dining out aspect, because while at home, it definitely stinks that you're the one that has to clean it up after all that happens. Outside, it's more the the specter of whatever takes place at your table and witnessed by everyone else at the establishment because you don't always want to go to the place that no one else wants to go to just so that you don't have to you know be in the public eye (laughs) you want to go to your favorite places or the neighborhood spot or um, enjoy the weekend and that's when it's busier but that's when they're a rare form and don't want what you ordered or don't want to sit or that the in-between awkward stage where they don't really fit in any of the furniture that's there for them (laughs) (laughs) and it's like okay I don't want you to like end up with a bloody nose or cracking a tooth while you're sitting at this table because you don't want to sit still (laughs) and I have to keep the packets from you and the ketchup and the utensils and it it, a lot of it is just like was it worth it Is it worth it? <laughs> exactly. And and I'll wrap up this torn moment with my husband's prayer oftentimes because he's the one that cooks the food. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me the energy to cook all this food for no one to eat. <laughs> Amen. And another one 
that I just experienced tonight all over again. Because, of course, you have these torn moments and you experience these torn times. But it doesn't stop you from going back and trying again. I don't know what it is. I guess we're just persistent, resilient, whatever Sadist. you want to call it. But <laughs> <laughs> family games. It could be Mario Uno. It could be like tonight, Trouble. And it starts off okay. And you're like, okay, everybody is now at the age where they can count and recognize colors and sort of wait till their turn. But it doesn't fail. You get to like halfway and then you're having to memorize where all the pegs were to begin with because someone is going to knock the whole board off the table and everyone's going to want to continue playing. It's it's a nightmare. <laughs> the thing is, I love games. And so through this journey, it's been evaluating like what level game Sofa's ready for, what Sofa and Isabella can play together and play with us. But I cannot do endless rounds of Candyland. So it's almost the thing of like, I want to expose you to this, but do I want to torture myself for the next six months with this? <laughs> um and then, so is still not 100% with her letters. So there's certain things that, like, there's abilities that you have to have. So I just struggle with, like, age appropriateness. Once too soon that you ruin the game for them because they're, like, miserable because they can't do all the things. that they... Shoot, Shoots and ladders. <laughs> like, I didn't really understand. It's interesting to me that you would call a slide a shoot. I feel like they could have branded it differently, found a different word to rhyme, something. But the boxes are too close together. She doesn't get the concept of, like, take these steps and then go up the ladder or then go down the chute was not a success at our house so I love games but I it, it, it's rough Be, beyond the ability to do it the getting through the entire game not knocking it over like you said and having to reassemble it so many times I'll I'll take a matching game where she tries to cheat and pick three cards instead of just two <laughs> <laughs> I know. If we can end one family game without tears, that would be nice. Because honestly, we've even done family games where it's just us with our teenager, and it still <laughs> ends in tears. Like Clue, because he's so frustrated that dad always wins. He's like, no, yeah, you, you have to be cheating. And we've even played Clue, and we're a very competitive household, so we got a lot of sore losers, <laughs> I included. Um, I'm probably like the champion of sore losers. Um, and it, it, for insult, of course, my husband plays Clue that he doesn't take any of the Clue cards and he still beats us, which is really <laughs> irritating. So it's solely based on how other people are asking questions and what people guys. Show no one, no like one on his invitation for words with <laughs> Just don't do it <laughs> unless you like to feel or bad like about not yourself. Play a word for two days and drive him crazy. So. <laughs> So, and then the next one, and I blame this one. I blame this torn moment on Disney and every single movie out there that leads you to believe that you can sing three verses of a song or read one story and look at your child and they're fast asleep with their little hands underneath their head and their eyelids are closed. 
you're right. <laughs> Bedtime has been the and like every night it's reconfirmed how those movies are so <laughs> made up <laughs> and script and scripted. I don't I've I've said oh, before it's hard. I'm not the best with the routine and the schedule. I don't have it all like clockwork. My evening schedule doesn't always go the same, but bedtime was where I started losing my patience first. It was like I give up. I'm leaving you here and this was as early as like still yes judge me she might have uh dental issues whatever <laughs> bottled milk going to bed whatever i needed whatever the anecdote was for her to close her eye for me to see her shoulders lifting and falling as her breath got like in sync because she was knocked out <laughs> because her day was over and that <laughs> pushed me over the edge there were days i would just walk out so much so that a really funny kind of like, uh, it almost is like a blooper. I'm FaceTiming with my mom and my grandmother and she's playing with her baby doll and she's putting her baby doll to sleep. <laughs> and as kids will do what you do, not what you say, she was losing her patience with her baby doll and of course... A curse came out of her mouth. And I was like, not only did I fail, <laughs> but you have to tell my mom and my grandmother over FaceTime that I failed. Great. Thanks. So. And that's hilarious. And, it, 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 what, and what movie actually displays like, I know you end up resorting to being this pathetic individual because you're like literally tiptoeing in your own house tiptoeing hoping that your your hinges aren't upset at yourself (laughs) yeah i'm like upset at myself that i didn't put oil on that hinge already because i'm like oh how do i get out of here he made me close the door Uh, I have, with no shame, I will say this, I have, like, fireman (laughs) crawled my way out of my child's room and left him to think that I was still sleeping on the floor next to his crib. Because it's just relentless. Relentless. So, my next torn moment, which I think is much like the bedtime one, is the awesome frolic family walk... (laughs) through the meadows or in your neighborhood that I imagine in my head um, and the reality of how that soon turns into quickly, quickly turns into, Oh my gosh, someone's <laughs> going to go to the ER. Did every you look both ways before you cross that street, please do not run out in front of me. Hold my hand. Don't <laughs> resist. <laughs> like, it's like, and then at that point in time, you're like, yes, that leash that they created mm-hmm. for kids is needed. You're not judging. You're <laughs> not judging. I anymore. see the inspiration. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And I'm also wishing at the same time that these four individuals were not individuals, <laughs> but dogs. <laughs> I would rather walk four dogs than walk with my four sons. They'd already know the drill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, I would have to pick up less poop and have to deal with less craziness if I was actually walking four dogs. Mm-hmm. And it's the same as like family uh, park time. Sounds like a good idea. Right? So it's so different when we 
all go together and daddy's there and I I, sh- I leave all the physical activity to him. Like if I entertain hide and seek or tag, that's a good day. And I let him do all the activities. <laughs> yeah. yeah and you have to tag then I team decide it. to do it on my own. And I'm like, we're fine. We'll go at a good time. I'll make sure she's fed. She went to the bathroom. I'm not going to let her... Um, negotiate into bringing her baby doll and her chair and the dog and the binky and her purse that ultimately she's not going to want to carry but I always get suckered into something and we make it there (laughs) and all is good and I like pictures of the outdoors and I like videos and she's telling me to put my phone away and think she's in charge of where we're going and how we're getting there and then like the end goal takes us like a half an hour past how long we should be there and it's the pouty face and I'm tired of walking but this is me and the inside and then her on the outside I don't want to walk back home. Exactly. And I, now you want I was me- gonna. I was gonna clarify those meltdowns. <laughs> yep. You. I don't want to walk back home, but now you want me to walk back home and carry you. Why did I even leave the house? Exactly. I can neither <laughs> confirm or deny that I have left the park crying. <laughs> not my child. And that's not. It's not where you were it's like thinking the when you saw the sun you know? out on a clear day, perfect temperature. It's not what you were thinking at all. Yeah, those swings are, <laughs> they're tricky. They're tricky because they can either knock your kid out, which is awesome, on a good day. Or they make your kid want to stay there longer. And you're like, no, now I'm tired because I've been swinging on this thing next to you. And this wind in my face. Now I'm exhausted and would like to take a nap. And you've caught your second wind. This is not why are we never in sync, which is similar to family movies. You're like, oh, this is a really good movie. And to be honest, this torn moment has like scarred me to the point where if I go to the movies with my kids, I make sure that it's not a movie I'm excited about seeing. <laughs> that I'm completely okay with having to walk out and not finish seeing this. Mine is more like picture. my being tied to the milestone of like, oh, what's going to be your first full, car- you know, animated feature that you see at the movies? No, like not a good idea. Save your money sit through 25 minutes of something at home, they will never know that they didn't see a full movie in a theater until they were seven. (laughs) (laughs) I I remember my first time, um, I think I only had Sash and Sam. No, 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 I had all three. I I had Sash, Sam, and Zeke because it was Zeke that caused me to miss my first movie. And I literally, the pathetic parent I was, for crying out loud, we were in Disney World and we were seeing Inside Out. And I got suckered into the movie because I really liked it. And Zeke could care less, couldn't sit still. And I'm being the terrible parent that I am. I took him in between the doors of like completely exiting <laughs> that little theater and being in the main arena. Um, and I was watching the movie through the little window and people just kept 
shaking their heads at me and walking right past me. Like, go ahead, judge. But you're getting to see this movie and eat your popcorn and not have to share it with anybody. You're selfish, not me. How dare you judge me? You have no kids here, and this is Disney World. I just How remember, rude. you know, that I realized the ridiculousness of the short before Coco. Because I'm like, had you skipped that short, she probably would have made it to the end of the movie. Why did you make this two films? Why would you think <laughs> any kid could make it through two films? Thanks. Thanks. Which leads me to our next torn moment is those photo sessions, performances, VIP events that you try to create for your child. You know, kind of like what you were saying, milestones. It's all about these memories. It's all, it's all these <sighs> ideas that you're not going to have the right memories. That someone else is going to tell some story that makes them end up on a therapist's couch complaining that you didn't do enough. <laughs> and you were absorbed in your own life. Or you worked too much. Or didn't listen to them. Or didn't ask the right questions. Or had different interests. Or wanted them to do what you never got to do. And... You lock yourself in a vehicle with someone who doesn't have control of their bladder or wants to eat off schedule or wants to make every stop the end bowl or the the part of it, like make it the whole trip. And it's like we still have 10 more hours to drive. Um, And it's all (laughs) about this melancholy feeling of having the memories and the laughs and but it's like you just block it out you only laugh later because you block <laughs> out the torture you mean the the screams the shouts the stop touching me if you touch me one more time can i hear this song i don't want to hear that song i don't want to see that movie oh man it's, oh, and I, oh, and it's I quite comical looking back, us, but in the moment, we did not need to add another element and opinion <laughs> at all. And I often remind them, "Hey, if you don't, if you go in and come out, and we're not here, <laughs> I, I'm not sure what happened." Hope you know your phone number. <laughs> hope you know the address. Maybe you do. Do we live there? Are we in Charlotte, North Carolina? I don't know. Maybe it's Charleston, South Carolina, officer. Uh, All these torn moments. But it's what makes, I think, parenting enjoyable. Um, And and like I said, you just keep going back to try to do the same event and fulfill the fantasy that's in your mind. And you create memories along the way. Save your money. The VIP ticket with the extra photo booth, the line you stood on for them to take a picture with someone in a costume. Save your money. Save your time. Just put them in the waiting pool or go on the little kitty ride or do the balls. Again, judge me, whatever. They're not sanitized enough. Whatever. Um do whatever the activity is to the extent that you know your kid enjoys it and don't make it over the top and don't count on it being picture perfect or postable or and let it go so torn tribe if you have torn moments that you would like to share with us or even 
ways to mend these tour moments, good tips um, to set more realistic expectations of situations and circumstances, feel free to contact us. And memes, tell our folks how to so get in touch. on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, we are at TornMLB. Please hit us up with an email at TornMLB at gmail.com. Now for our favorite segment of the show, The Mend. And now for our Mend segment, where we share a highlight from the week. So memes, what's men doing? So definitely under the circumstances, um, if you're listening to this in real time, um, we are socially distancing and school is closed and I'm on spring break, um, which the New York City Department of Education didn't um, didn't take, but my charter school did, and I was really grateful because. Over this situation, I've definitely been really thankful for where I work and who I work with. The way our system works and our tech team prepares us, we could transition to the remote learning pretty seamlessly. And our biggest hurdle was getting technology out to students. And that was an impressive accomplishment also. So jumping right in, having three weeks of online remote learning and then getting this time, um, my mend was taking that daily um, list of like what I should do during quarantine and that it isn't a to-do list and it's not just work. It's actually focusing on your mental health, getting outside, connecting with others, creating and like modeling that for my daughter. Um, my mend this week was connecting with nature, just getting to look out all over a really beautiful view from the park in the neighborhood and seeing water and having sunshine um, brought me back to life. That is awesome. Um, My men this week was receiving a package from my local church. It was really awesome to get a card inside, just them letting us know that they're still thinking of us and missing us because of this social distancing and this quarantining. Um, And inside there were like little activities to do with the kids and stuff. And so all the like COVID kindness that we've been receiving lately has been a true mend because it helps the kids get through the week and find different activities. And it's also encouraging to see them smile and they're like, Oh, Mm -hmm. you remembered us. (laughs) Or, oh, they remembered us. Um, and and it's even causing them to remember people. So it was awesome for my son, Zeke, who is four and he's learning how to write and he's trying to write more. He actually, because he's been receiving kind gifts from folks, he actually wrote his first like letter to a friend and we got to mail it out um, this week. So it's just been nice to receive kindness and thoughtfulness and be able to give it back too. So Torn Tribe, we hope that you are feeling mended as well and share with us. And thanks so much for joining. Choose Grace. 
when you feel torn, choose, choose grace. grace.